You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Hey folks, welcome to a special episode of The Projection Booth. I'm your host, Mike White. On this episode, our coverage of Sundance continues with an interview with Aaron Vassilopoulos, who is the director of Superior. Kind of an offbeat, kind of a quirky film. I enjoyed it, and I think that you will too, and I hope you enjoy the interview. I want to know a little bit more about you and how you got into filmmaking. You know, it wasn't something that I always knew I wanted to do. It sort of took me a while to decide to try to apply to film school and and try to make films. It honestly was more of like a gradual, like steps in that direction. I grew up really into film and um, sort of studied film a little bit in college and was sort of taking steps. I was getting interested in sort of working in a museum setting, also really into visual art and sort of taking steps towards working in a museum. And I was kind of interested in film curation after college, getting into film programming, maybe something along those lines. And then I think part of what how the decision really came about is around that time, I ended up moving to Madrid. Um, I had a close friend who was teaching English in Madrid, and I felt like I was at a point where I should go sort of try something completely different, live outside the U.S. for a little bit. So I moved over there and I ended up teaching English for a couple of years. It was really while I was over there that I first considered trying to make films. Got a little camera and sort of started shooting observational videos and editing and eventually sort of enrolled in a, like a little filmmaking workshop and got to write and direct my first short. And it was just, it was an incredible experience. And I just felt like pretty hooked on it. It kind of like... It was kind of the culmination of all these little steps in that direction and also just felt like a culmination of a lot of my interests in writing and uh, visual art and music. And yeah, I felt it all sort of came together in this uh, really interesting way in, in film. So that was the spark for applying to film school. And um, when I got into NYU, then I, I moved to New York shortly after that. Where were you as far as school, post-school, when you made Superior, the 2015 version, the short version? So I was at NYU. That was one of my projects at film school. So I was in school at the time. How did you meet the, is it Mesa sisters? Yeah, Ani and Alessandra Mesa. Yeah, I mean, I was really lucky. I had written the short about identical twins and then was kind of like, oh my gosh, where am I going to find identical twin sisters? Um, and so I started like putting out casting calls in online forums and some going around to um, different acting studios in New York. And they were both studying acting at the time, also at NYU. I think one of their professors saw like a flyer I had posted and, and encouraged them to respond. So they, yeah, they followed up, reached out to me and I think first we met for coffee and then um, we were able to work together. Like I was able to shoot a couple of, we called them directing exercises, basically like test scenes leading up to the shoot. And they were in a couple of those exercises. So we got to kind of start rehearsing and working together. And even after meeting, just meeting them for coffee, I kind of knew that they were a good fit for this. And 
yeah, it kind of clicked immediately. My experience is when a, a director goes back to a short and then makes a feature out of it, there's usually that kernel of the the short in there, but it almost feels like Superior 2021, let's say, almost feels like a continuation of Superior 2015. That was one of the things we were really excited about. So eventually, Alessandra and I co-wrote the feature together. At the time we made the short, I definitely wasn't thinking about expanding it into a feature. I think shorts are quite a different form from a feature. And I was never crazy about the idea of just sort of like making a short into a bigger, into a longer piece. So really how the feature came together was a few years after the short, we had basically become, just become friends and sort of, we were all trying to get projects off the ground. And Alessandra had also been doing a little more writing, written a couple of shorts and plays. And we got together to talk about the possibility of writing something together. And we like pretty quickly tapped back into the world of Superior. You know, we started talking about the short and just how much we love that world and the characters. But we were much more excited about, I mean, also partially logistically, um, Ani and Alessandra were older at that point. So it was like not even really feasible to make a, a feature about the twins as teenagers anymore. But also we were, we just were more excited about the idea of sort of creating a, a jump in time, or like you said, a continuation of the short where we sort of like go back into this world and see what the sisters are up to as adults six years later. Yeah, that was definitely like the main jumping off point for the feature. How was your experience directing your first feature? Oh, I mean, it was really challenging. It was a big step up in a lot of ways, going from having made a handful of shorts to a feature. It's just, it's quite a different beast. <laughs> like The shoot itself was, it was challenging. It's just a lot of moving pieces. And yeah, we, because of the way our shoot kind of came together, we, we didn't have a ton of prep time before we started shooting. So it felt like things were like literally coming together, like right before I started filming every day. And um, it definitely kept me on my toes. And um, we had an incredible cast and an amazing crew. Everybody worked so hard. And yeah, I mean, one of the best things was sort of continuing some of the collaborations from the short to the feature. I, I mean, I mentioned that I'd worked with Ani and Alessandra, but also our DP on the short shot the feature. She was one of my classmates at NYU, Mia Trophy Henry. And um, we had worked on a couple of shorts together. And then also I had worked with a production designer on a short film. So there was sort of like this core a group of people that I had worked with and we had sort of started developing a style together and that was comforting and that was a lot of fun to sort of expand on what we had done previously. Yeah, it was a real learning experience in so many ways. <laughs> you mentioned your DP and I have to say that Superior has such a great look. I love the way the colors look, especially when characters are wearing red. It just looks so luscious. Oh, I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah. I think you're absolutely right. I think there's nothing the way that color is captured on film. I think it's, yeah, unparalleled. And I knew, yeah, I mean, it's it's a very really driven movie with a lot of colors. And yeah, I'm really glad that we had the opportunity to shoot on film. I think it lends so much to the movie, so much texture and, and color. And 
and also kind of helps give the film hopefully that a sort of dated or timeless feel. I think the old axiom is to never work with children or animals, and you definitely had at least one animal, if not more, in the film. How was that? It was mostly fun. They were great. They had a um, their trainer was with them every day, and um, they were like pretty pro dogs. <laughs> it was pretty amazing. But it was actually really hard. One of the harder things was like we weren't supposed to pet them or engage with them when they were on set because they were like they're trained and they're technically like working. <laughs> like it was so it was like impossible for everybody not to want to like pet the dogs and play with the dogs when they were around. It was a little unpredictable for sure. Like not, we didn't always know what they were going to do, and uh, we definitely had to adapt a little bit around that. But yeah, in general, they were great. How did uh, COVID affect you, if at all? So we were really lucky with the timing of the shoot. We finished filming right before Christmas in 2019. Super lucky. We had all, you know, we had all the footage, and and then it was even. I think everything developed process before COVID. Um, I guess we were. I had just started working with our editor Jen Ross when things shut down. I, I mean, honestly, in some ways, I think it was a good thing in terms of um, the amount of time that we got to spend editing. It kind of slowed down the process and there was more uncertainty surrounding everything, especially like uh, what was happening with festivals. And so it helped us, yeah, slow down and really spend a lot of time. We spent actually several months editing and really trying a lot of different things and um, yeah, I feel like we kind of pushed everything as much as we could, which ultimately was, I think, really good for the film itself. And psychologically, like for me, it was the best. It was just like such a, it was so helpful to have something, like to have this big project to work on and be finishing during the first few months of the pandemic in New York, which were pretty crazy. So yeah, it was really fortunate to be able to kind of go into that world and, and focus on that. How did the film change while you were editing it? The script is fairly linear in some ways. It sort of builds in a sequential way that, you know, so we couldn't completely like rearrange everything or um, sort of the the main like through line of the movie stayed the same. But um, outside of that, I feel like Jen and I, our editor and I did quite a bit. We definitely did some more um, intercutting between the sisters, like even in, in the very opening scene that came about more in the edit, sort of like cutting back and forth between their two worlds and their two plot lines. Um, a lot of that came through editing. And then um, also the the dream sequences were sort of one area that we had a lot of room to experiment because those are a little less tethered to the sort of more linear storyline so we spent a lot of time trying to you know sort of figuring out where exactly those should happen sort of how the audience gets in and out of those moments and um that a lot of that came through in the edit and yeah some things got cut definitely i think we realized jen felt that things were like things were pretty clear in terms of the story that we're able to sort of take out certain pieces and to create a little bit more mystery and um, hopefully keep the audience on their toes a little bit more. So yeah, I think we did quite a bit in the edit and I tried, Jen really helped me sort of embrace 
you know, it can be hard coming from writing and then directing. You're sort of like attached to things as they were, but she really kind of helped me like tear myself away from that and um, treat treat editing really as a new phase of writing, which I think is really important. When did you find out about getting into Sundance and how did you feel when you found out? It was incredible. I'm trying to remember exactly when I got the call. It was right around Thanksgiving, uh, November. Yeah. Yeah. They called. It was actually a Zoom. It was a little sneaky. It was a Zoom. (laughs) And I had no idea what it was about. Like, I thought they were going to ask something about the submission, you know, like our submission cut or like music licensing or something. And then I got on the Zoom and they were actually like recording it too. And I was like, that's weird. Why are they recording? And then, um, yeah, they broke the news and I was just like so thrilled. And yeah, I mean, I think like most, most filmmakers in the U S that's like the goal, (laughs) especially, um, with, you know, my first feature as a director, it was like before we even shot that our goal was sort of to get into Sundance. So it was a big deal. And yeah, we're just super excited. I was so excited to like call everybody on I mean, I wasn't allowed to tell everybody, but call like our, you know, our producers and some of the key crew and everybody was just so excited. So. And what's it like to premiere at a virtual festival? I mean, did you do like some sort of online Q and a after the screening? So we recorded an intro. I recorded an intro with one of the programmers that played before the movie. And then there was a live Q and a at our premiere on Saturday night. It's been interesting. I mean, of course, it's, I mean, the biggest thing that I was sort of missing is not being in a theater with with an audience and, like, not being able to show the movie on a on a big screen for the first time. Um, you know, it was definitely not ideal in so many ways. And, you know, not being able to get together with people and, and watch in a physical space. But um, I have to say the upside of, of the virtual is that, I think so many more people were able to watch the premiere, including like a lot of my family and friends who wouldn't have traveled to Park City for the festival. So I think this like one silver lining of the whole thing was just accessibility. Like a a lot of, a lot more people I think are getting to watch these movies during the festival, which is definitely exciting. And yeah, certainly was meaningful for me for our premiere. And I think I think Sundance has done a really good job of building out this platform and trying to maintain some of the feel of the festival and and finding ways for people to connect. And But it's definitely challenging, and um, hopefully we can get back to theater soon. <laughs> I don't know if you're at liberty to say, but what's next for the film? Do you have other festivals set up? Yeah, we're submitting to some other festivals, and um, we're working with a sales agent hoping to find distribution. But yeah, for now, actually, you know, the festival Sundance is still going on. So we've been mostly focused on Sundance for now. But yeah, hoping to um, continue to show the film in different ways and find our audience, find more of an audience. Aaron, thank you so much for your time. It was great talking with you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
Get your goo 